<clears throat> Hello. Welcome to Full Sun Living. Um, we're in James. We're going through the book of James. This week's chapter four. Let's get into it. Let's send it. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Nate Thompson. This is Ethan Bricker here. And we've been working our way through the book of James. So thanks for joining us. We're uh, coming up to chapter four. So if you haven't, um, check out one, two, and three. Okay? Okay. Okay. Yep. We already, those episodes are already They're out. out. They're out, baby. Yep. Um, let's get into it, man. Why not? Chapter four. Chapter four. I'll start reading. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war and take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong and you only want, um, you only want what will give you pleasure. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this next chunk. Okay, Does that yeah, sound yeah. okay? And yep. then we'll yep. kick it around. Um, you adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend with the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. What do you think the scripture means when they say that the spirit of God has placed, the spirit God has placed within us is filled with envy? but he gives us even more grace to stand against such evil desires. As the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but favors the humble. So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Come close to God and he'll come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done, let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. All right, let's kick that around. First off, um, the whole, like, you ask, you do not receive because you, wrong, mm-hmm. because you ask wrongfully. Um, this is where I think, like, in America, the the prosperity message, which I'm not against in the right context. Um, the prosperity message of like become a Christian and all of these wonderful gifts and glorious promises will all happen for you as if God's like a genie or something. And, and I just feel like this makes it so clear that it's like when you ask him, you have to ask with the right heart and the right motive. Um, which sets the precedence of who he is and how we talk to him, you know, that Mm -hmm. he is like, he is God. He like, he doesn't exist to be, to just give us three wishes with our life. You know what I mean? Like we exist for him, you know? And I think a lot of times we just confuse that. Like we, we just do. Well, and I think too, like what I'm reading here, just the idea of just the greed that's 
that's us as societies and, and how it's always like the idea of just getting ahead, um, getting ahead of someone, but just getting ahead for yourself. And even when he says like, what, what's causing these quarrels and these fights It's these evil desires that were within you. And when he talks about just the envy of just wanting to wanting more, always wanting, 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 and mm-hmm. like never being satisfied by these things. Cause it's always, we know it, but we don't, I know it, but I don't ever want to actually accept it. Yeah. Like I know if I get something um, that I've been wanting, whether it's a, a job advancement or change or whatever, or a vehicle, that's one of my things right now. It's been haunting me for about two years. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's not going to satisfy it. Yeah. It's just not gonna, because there's always going to be something better. Yeah. But that want and that greed that's like in us, that's always warring against us. And that causes us to just have made up thoughts, even about our friends where we're like, you know, like we're, I don't know what it costs you to be you mm-hmm. in the way of like for you and Lydia to establish your family and stuff. I just have these ideas of like, well, you know, how much money is he making? Mm-hmm. Uh, this And uh, well, you know, but you don't ever count the costs of what it takes for somebody to get something. You yeah. just see it and you think, they don't deserve it or you should have it. Yeah. And I, I just feel like we, we don't want to give that away. We want to keep that envy and that greed. And mm-hmm. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel like you're within control of your world, even if, when, you've, when you aren't or whether you are or whatever. It just makes you feel more in control when it kind of comes back to the whole opinion thing, you know, where it's like I have a lot of opinions because it makes me feel like I'm more in control of a world that I'm not in control of. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, the one thing I that I underlined was therefore whoever wishes. This is verse four. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. I think it's super cool that he says we make ourselves an enemy of God, and that it doesn't say that God sees you as his enemy. It's it's like. There's two armies at war with one another, and you ha- you stood in the middle and you had the opportunity to choose to be on God's team. Mm-hmm. And then we walked over to the other team that was ready to like throw a bunch of grenades at him, you know. But then you're sometimes we it's like we act like God sits on his throne and he's making us enemies like you're my enemy you're my enemy you're my enemy but in reality we are choosing to become what we are becoming dude yes and then in six how he's like but he gives us even more grace to -hmm. stand against such evil desires yeah like he's just constantly willing to give us grace and forgiveness (laughs) and correction and how like and as we go through we just came out of chapter three where he's talking about like the double mindedness and he's touching on it again here in a different mm-hmm. way of like you're friends with the world, you're becoming enemies with God and he gives you grace. He's giving you these, this grace for this desire that's fighting within you. And then I feel like at seven, he starts to like give you the way to correct it. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, humble yourself before God, resist the devil. He will flee from you. Come close to God. He'll come close to you. And this part I feel like is one very practical part because I, when I see this, wash your hands and purify your heart. I feel like that to me is like washing your hands. It's like what you're doing. It's like the physical, like, what are you into? What are you getting into? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, to me, is my hands. Like, yeah. it's like, 
you can tell where somebody's been. Yeah. You know, they got grease in your hands. What have you been working on? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, wash your hands, like wash what you're doing. Like what, like these decisions you're making are leading your life in a direction. So that's mm-hmm. showing up in what you're doing. And then he's like, purify your heart. And I feel like that's that belief. Like you've got two belief systems in you right now. Like, yeah, purify that, like get rid of this, this friendship with the world that you keep being jealous and envious and quarreling and fighting and all like, like, this is like where James brings the attention to it of how to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's extremely pla- practical in that sense. Like your loyalty is divided between God and the world. And then he's just like, he allows it. Let there be tears for what you've done. Let there mm-hmm. be sorrow, deep grief. Like get eyes on it. Like acknowledge it. Like yeah. you were a part of this. Take ownership in it. Um, it, it's crazy when you brought up the abund- the he give, he gives us grace. I I was just thinking about that whole like analogy of two different sides. It's like he's standing there just like here's ten thousand dollars. Do you want to come over here? I've got it. I've got everything you you really want. Like, nice try. Yeah, <laughs> you're like no, I like what they got yeah. over here a little bit more, but he's just like, well, it's a briefcase full of money. What do you like about it? <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's that, which it it's like, he, he's like, I'm, I'm going to, I'll give you everything you need to be free, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's all of this comes down to freedom. It comes down to resisting the devil and being free from all of that. And, um, Sometimes we just val- we we value the material things more than our own freedom mm-hmm. and comfort more than our own freedom. Um, but there, but it's clear to the Lord that when you pursue these, you know, greed, materialism, proudness, pride, um, you forfeit your freedom. Yeah, and that's what's sad is it's like I I uh, I feel like. It, as a 29 year old now, like I'm, I'm like scratching on this for the first time in my life where it's like, Lord, I, I don't want to ever trade freedom, which is the most important thing, freedom of my heart, freedom of my mind for other things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that willingness to humble yourself. When I, when I hear him saying that at the end at 10, humble yourself before the Lord, it's just like, give up your own way. Let's go with the Lord's way. You know, and it's like just to be willing to like, like that pride that you're talked about, to be willing to, to give it up and, and to come like, to just come under the leading of the Lord, washing my hands. What am I doing? Like get eyes on what am I doing in life and what am I believing? What are these two things in me that want to believe two different things and, and start addressing that. This Hmm. is the way. This is the way. Um, Let's keep going. Um, 11. I'm at 11. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone who gave this law is the judge. And he alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? Look, um, look here. You who say today or tomorrow we're going to go to a certain town or stay there for a year, we'll do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will even be like tomorrow? 
Your life is like the morning fog. It's here for a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is if the Lord wants us to, we'll live and do this or that. Otherwise, you're just boasting about your own plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it's, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not to do it. That's it. That is so intense. It's insane to me. Mm-hmm. That, for everybody listening and watching, that is the most intense one of the most intense statements I feel like in this entire Bible of if you know what is right and the right thing to do and you do not do it, that is sin. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because think about how like think about how often it's so much easier to look the other way. You know what I mean? The to see a need and go, no. You know, or, um, or to hear someone say, you know, we, we need you for this. We need help in this area, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, that's too hard. It's too emotionally exhausting, blah, blah, blah. And be like, no, um, there's so many different things in life where, you know, where it's just easier to just turn the other way because it's more convenient. Mm -hmm. And I, I think sometimes we forget that like every day, this is Rod Bricker talking, every day we make choices and those choices either help our future or they take away from our future. And this is one of those where the Lord gives us opportunities every single day Mm -hmm. to do what is right. And when we do not do what is right, you don't even need to be doing the, the very act of the thing that is wrong, but you fall into it, Mm -hmm. you know? It's just so intense. But I'm thankful for it because yeah. I think there's freedom. There's freedom in that because there's, uh, when you're walking this whole thing out, it kind of goes back up to the top of like when you have desires um, and quarrel and you fight and you know, all of these different things, your passions are leading you. But if you can adjust those passions to do the right thing, then they will lead you into righteousness. Yes. You know, which is the opposite of sin. Man. Dude, James is hitting me hard. He is just hitting me hard. He's past four. He's going below the belt. (laughs) He's getting, it just is like, it, it just causes you to have to like, stop and to think and to like just see what what you're bringing to the table because we're all bringing something mm-hmm. and then dude at the very end that last thing it's like there's things that it's a sin to know what you ought to do and then not to do it like that is wild man like even in the way of just like the silence of like putting your head in the sand and whatever or like the um, like you said, just turning and looking the other direction and cause it's, it's intense sometimes, you know, but mm-hmm. the other thing that really got me here is if the, where he says, instead you should say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Um, and that is, 
it makes me think of Bob Goff because this idea, like I currently work a job that I'm like, I don't want to be doing this the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know, but this idea of waking up every day and just being like, if the Lord wills, this is the job that I have. And I'm thankful for that. But the day that I wake up and say, Lord, what's what's your will today? And he says, I think it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what my next thing is. Well, trust, trust me. You know, it's like, that's the kind of dependence James is talking about. But most of us, including myself, are like, well, he would never just wake you up one day and just be like, hey, it's time. Move on. Maybe, though. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? But yeah, we tell ourselves we tell that ourselves. you, the, no, like, he, would no he would never do that. that yeah. No. But it's like James is trying to create dependent dependent Christians, not uh, not Christians led by their own passions. Right. You know what I mean? You can't be... That's the thing with with like our mindsets is we want to be independent, which means I do not depend on someone else for my own freedom. And the Lord is like, no, you have to depend on me for your freedom. And that part of dependency means waking up, going to the master and saying, what's today? Dude. You yeah. Know? And that, I think that um, that independence check for me comes falls back in that spot where we were talking about wash your hands and purify your hearts. Mm-hmm. Like there's that independence of like, yes, I understand like physical freedoms of America and things like that, the independence and whatever, but, but just as a, as a person, as an identity, as a, like when Jesus said, pick up your cross, like your and I, and right before he says, deny yourself, like to the, just to be willing to, to lay down the idea that I know who I am. I know who I'm going to be. I know what I want and all of this stuff where James is like, you're saying you're going to go here and you're going to do all these things and become something somewhere. And like, you're going to find, you know, you're going to make all this profit and build identity and build, establish yourself. And then he's like, you're, you don't even, your, your life's a vapor. Like, it's like, we don't, you don't know anything. And mm-hmm. to, to be willing, like you said, to wake up and say, Lord, what do you have for me today? Yeah. And have identity in him and to, for me to start washing my hands, like to, to take these days of like, what are we, what am I doing as a person, as a family, as a brother, son, uncle, whatever, just to look mm-hmm. at myself and just to ask the Lord, God, start purifying my heart. Like mm-hmm. show me these things in me that are wanting me to say, I'm going to go do this apart from you. And I'm going to make our, hopefully you come with me, Lord. Yeah. And to, to lose that independence of, or to lose, to become dependent. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and finding maybe, I mean, I'm not trying to be tricky with words, but real independence is the is defining my dependence in God. Mm-hmm. That's, but James is challenging me. It makes me think of the, the song, I'm lost without you. Whatever, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It just makes you think of that where you're like, every day, the more I choose to just do my own thing, the more and more lost I get. But the more I choose to be with him, I'm like, man, this is exactly where I need to be, mm-hmm. you know, and the more fulfilled in life I am. And um, it's just, it's incredible. The more dependent we can get with him, the better we are. One thing, just before we end here. Yeah. So I've been reading this book, um, picked it up, literally picked it up, brushed a ton of dust off of it because it was just 
I haven't picked it up in 10, 12 years. Um, it's called The Furious uh, Longing of God by Brennan Manning. And one of the chapters, which is a ch- it's a prayer I pray very often, and I always have since this book, but he, one of his prayers is, is, Abba, I belong to you. And waking up every day, opening your hands up, and just saying, Abba, I belong to you. Um, and I've been praying that pretty frequently. And one of the, one of the, uh, things I feel like the Lord has been showing me is just that not just like I belong to you, but like I'm a instrument within your studio. Mm-hmm. Like I belong to you. I am an object of your affection that, you know, we have mm-hmm. cars and TVs and things that we look at and we're like, I like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, but you're my belonging. You, when you belong to me, I look at you with, with, uh, at just admiration, like love, exceeding joy, you know, all those things. And part of that dependence is realizing that you depend, that like you need him to belong. Like you, you need to belong to something. You need to belong to God. And that's just been something that's really been just kind of breaking my heart all over again. I don't know how I just, yeah. I just felt like I need to like bring that up of just like the Lord wants you to belong to him, you know, cause you are the object and the person of his affection. Um, and I think the clo- the sooner we start seeing that he is absolutely obsessed with us, like unstoppably obsessed. Um, I feel like the closer we get to, that dependence where you realize like, Oh, he's actually safe, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't just want to take away my desires and my passions. He wants to give me new passions and new desires that fulfill my heart because these other ones don't scratch the itch, Dude. you know? All right. How do we send it? How are we going to send it this <laughs> week? Uh, dude, I think what you said, what looking at your hands and just saying, Lord, what's in my hands that's stealing from me, that's taking away from me and just cleaning our hands, mm. you know, if that, and, and I feel like that's where you have to check your heart of like, Lord, what's taking away from me? Is it, is it lust? Is it materialism? Is it greed? Is it uh, jealousy? You know, um, all those different things. Is it bitterness is, you know, what's in my hands, the, what's the soil underneath my fingers that is still stuck, mm-hmm. you know, that needs to get washed away. Dude, let's do it. Send it, guys. Let's try that. Get in there. Do that. Check with the Lord. What are we up to? What are we doing? And what is that? What's the doubled mind? What are, what are our belief systems that that are crashing against God's? Yeah. And check those. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, next, The next episode is going to be wrapping up. J- uh, James. So um, subscribe, like it, share it. And thank you so much for tuning in. Love you guys. Bing bong.